Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Remote Hive podcast. I am your host Darren Cronian and today I am coming to you from a sunny Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. What I'm going to say to you today is that I am using a new microphone and I'm just really hoping that the background noise of the busy road adjacent to my apartment isn't going to get picked up but we will see. This this is an experiment. I'm hoping by the time we get to episode 100 that all of these technical and audio issues will be resolved. So <laughs> just bear with me. It takes time to grow perfection. Did you know that? But anyway, I'm digressing. <laughs> the topic of today's podcast is about how to deal with the fear of failure. I want to share my own story about my fears of failure and also I want to answer a question by a listener who is fearing remote job interviews. Before we get into that though, did you know that I have a weekly email called The Hive? I send it out to subscribers every Sunday and it's curated of content that I feel will help my subscribers land a remote job or find freelance work. I also include exclusive content, like at the moment I'm sharing my 10 steps to land in the perfect remote job guide, and also you receive invites to live streams on YouTube. So yes, that's something new coming very soon. All you have to do is visit hivevine.com slash subscribe. That is spelt H-I-V-E-V-I-N-E dot com slash subscribe. So, coping with the fear of failure. I want to read out a question by a listener first. Susan asks, I've applied for four remote jobs and have been lucky to get interviews, but I freeze and struggle to answer the questions, resulting in not being hired. How can I get over my fear of job interviews? Firstly, Susan, thank you for the question, and you have not been lucky. You obviously have skills and experience and personality traits that the company is looking for. Congratulations on the interviews. Keep positive. You are doing great. Before I answer Susan's question, I want to tell you my story and how I dealt with my own fears of failure. For those that don't know, I worked for the same company for 24 years. And I was getting that stage in my career where the next step was management. And I didn't want to manage any other people. I had, <laughs> I struggled to manage myself, never mind other people. Of course, I didn't do the same job for 24 years. I progressed up the career ladder. I was also approaching my 40s. And that really got me thinking more about the future and which direction I wanted it to head in. You see, I was totally stuck in the comfort zone, well and truly. I had a very well-paid job. I had a secure job. I had a job with a fantastic pension at the end of it. I would be leaving all of that behind to live this dream, this vision that I had in my head. That vision was to work remotely, 
and travel around the world. That is what I wanted to do. I wanted to experience different cultures and food and different ways of life. I didn't want to live life how society expects. Have a good job, settle down, have kids, buy a house, work towards your pension and retirement. I didn't want that type of life. And I still don't want that type of life. So I really started to visualize what my life could look like in a couple of years after leaving the job, the company that I'd worked for for such a long period of time. And there were many, many fears. But how I got over them is visualizing the end goal, but also writing down the positive and negative outcomes of making that decision. The negative outcomes were my fears. And <laughs> there were many, many fears that I had to work through. It took me two years to transition away from working nine to five in an office to working remotely. My plan was to spend the first six months traveling around the world, but also doing some freelance work and just looking at what my options were. But going back to my fears, there were two that really stood out. The first fear was worrying what other people thought. The fact that I would be a failure, that if after that six months, I would have to come back to the UK and find a nine to five job and, and start all over again. I, I didn't want that, I didn't want people to think I was a loser, that I was a failure, and I was caring what other people were thinking. The second fear was actually coming back to the UK after those six months, not having much money left, not having a home or a job, I would be homeless, and I would really struggle to get back in that career mode. Dealing with the first fear was really easy. When I wrote it down and visualized that fear of people saying that I'm a failure because I'm back home and I'm back working in an office and back living life like everybody else. And when I started to think about it, I got really annoyed. I got mad with myself because I was caring what other people were thinking. And I didn't want that. At the end of the day, I had the balls to quit my job. <laughs> travel the world and do something different with my life. Not many people do that. Not many people are brave enough to quit a very well-paid job with a good pension, a stable job to, to do what they want to do in life, to try and achieve their dreams that they've got in their head, the vision that they've got in their head. Very few people try and do that. So I thought, sort of a people, why am I worrying about what other people are going to think or say? At the end of the day, it's about no regrets. I could be 70 or 80 years old and sit there in my chair and say, I gave it a try. It didn't work out, or in my case, it did, but I gave it a try. I didn't want to be sat there thinking, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have quit my job to travel and work remotely. So that was my first fear dealt with. Thrown out the window, no longer a fear, confidence grew. So the second fear of being moneyless, skint, homeless, jobless, that was a big, big fear. I was going to be going from having a job, a well-paid job, to not having a job at all. And 
I think I dealt with this really well by literally speaking to people. I spoke to my parents and I said to them, look, I really want to do this. This is what I want to do. This is the vision that I've got in my head. This is my dream. And they just turned around to me, being the very supportive people that they are, and said to me, Darren, you do not need to worry about that. We are your parents. You can come and live with us until you get sorted out. We'll support you through this time. It won't be long before you get a job and then you can move into an apartment and, and, and continue on with your life. This isn't something that you should be worrying about. And when I spoke to them, that just made life so much easier to make this decision. So what did I do to get over those two fears? Well, I took action, I spoke to people, I really changed my mindset. And that's what it's about dealing with fear. Firstly, it's identifying what the fear is. And then it's looking at how you can get over that fear. What solutions do you need to put in place to get over them? And that's exactly what I did with all of my fears, of which there were many, <laughs> many, as I said. So getting back to Susan's question, and let's just recap that. Susan has a fear of job interviews. She's had a number of job interviews and has been unsuccessful because she's frozen. She's struggled to get the answers out to the interviewer. First task, as I said from my story, what is causing the fear? Visualize any negative outcomes from the interview and write them down. When you write your fears down, you can start to tackle them. You can change your mindset. You can speak to family and friends. You can take action. Now, thinking back to when I was applying for my first remote job, one of my biggest fears were technical issues. You know, the buffering of the video when you are listening to the interviewer and you don't pick up the questions and what they are saying it can be a nightmare, but you can reduce the fear of the technical issues by simply practicing an interview with a friend or family member over a video call. You can make sure that your internet is reliable, that the room is well lit. You can make sure that your friend can see and hear you okay. So the way to get through this fear is by taking action having that conversation, video calls with a few family and friends, and you will build that confidence when you don't have any connection problems and they're able to hear you and you can hear them and everything goes without any hiccups. That is going to give you confidence. That is going to chuck that fear out of the window. It's no longer gonna be a fear. My next piece of advice to deal with fear from a, a job interview perspective is just being prepared. Sometimes not being prepared enough can give you that fear. What I recommend that you do is read through the job listing and highlight any key words or points that you want to get across in the interview. If you just get a highlighter pen and mark over the job listing, print the job listing out. Also, do some research on the company read their latest blog posts or press releases, and is there any content there that has an impact on your role that you can ask a question on 
or you can bring across in the interview to show that one, you're actually interested in working for the company and you are taking the time to learn more. And also that you're just a person that has got a bit of detail there, attention to detail and organized. Also about being prepared, make sure that you have two or three questions about the company or role written down that way you're not going to have to think on your feet in an interview which is a very stressful time let's be honest there's a lot of stress there and and being prepared and having everything written down is really going to help you my next piece of advice to help you deal with fear of job interviews is be calm take a few breaths before connecting to the video call and only prepare for the interview five or ten minutes before it. Don't spend hours going through the questions they may ask, going through the job interview process and, and overthinking everything because that is going to increase your stress levels. Instead, do something that you love. Watch a movie on Netflix, play a computer game, go for a walk, Clear your head, just take your mind off the interview. The mistake that I've made in the past is spending like an hour, two hours before the interview, thinking about what questions they're going to ask and getting myself all worked up and overthinking and that just builds up the stress levels and makes the situation much, much worse. The way I look at these interviews when I have them is that it's just a chat with somebody who is interested to get to know more about you, your skills, experiences, and your personality traits will come out in the interview. So be yourself, smile, and keep calm. I can't say that word enough, keep calm. I know it's easier said than done, but keep calm. As I mentioned, actually testing your video interview setup is really important. You'll need a webcam, you'll need a microphone, a headset. So think about that beforehand to make sure that you have all of that gear. I've actually written an in-depth article offering advice on video interviews. So if you go to the show notes for the podcast, hivevine.com slash podcast, click on the latest episode and go down, scroll down the page, and you'll see all the links that I've mentioned, all the articles and resources for this episode. A few other points that I want to get across. Realize that there are a lot of opportunities out there. And yes, it is competitive when it comes to landing a remote job. I feel it's really important that you believe in your own abilities and what value you can bring to the company. Make sure that you get that across and that you are confident in your abilities because it will show if you have any doubt at all. Finally, I just want to get across how important it is to get feedback after an interview. If you've been informed that you've been unsuccessful, get feedback. If the company do not come back to you with feedback other than just to say you've been unsuccessful, it's really important that you ask why. If you ask why and get that feedback, the next time you have an interview, you can learn from that experience. And that's what this is all about. Applying for remote jobs, going through the process, learning as you go along to the point where somebody sees the value that you can add to that company and hires you. I really hope that this episode has helped one or two people. I hope it's helped Susan especially. 
because I am sure she's going to get a remote job interview very soon. She just needs to keep going, moving forward, being an action taker, and I'm sure she will get there. And you will too. If you are going through the same struggles, I'm confident you will get there if you continue to take action. That's it for this episode. Please do subscribe on your favorite podcast player and also subscribe to my email, as I said, hivevine.com slash subscribe. Get subscribing to that. It'd be good to see a few podcast listeners subscribe. And until next time, take care of yourselves. Until next week, keep safe, keep productive, keep being an action taker. I shall talk to you all again very soon. Take care. Take care.